brought to you by the Center for the Arts of Greater Lapeer. The PIX podcast showcases the best of the PIX Theater and Gallery 194's featured artists, musicians, and entertainers. We are the Center for all things art and entertainment in Greater Lapeer. Here's your host, Jill Lynn Lyons. Welcome to the next episode of the PIX podcast, where I am very fortunate today to have three guests. This is my first time trying to interview three people at once. And it is the three redneck tenors who are going to be appearing at the PIX one night only, December 17th at 7.30. And they are coming to me from Texas, correct? That's right. We're doing a show in Amarillo right now. Amarillo. What's the weather like there? Windy. Windy and 70 degrees. Yeah. Makes well, no we've, got, we've got the wind. We yeah. have 70 <laughs> degrees. Nice. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to want a jacket or two up here. Yeah. So welcome, Matthew Lord, Blake Davidson, and Jonathan Prouget, otherwise known as the Three Redneck Tenors. Right. And I've been doing a little investigating, and you three have some pretty impressive credits that I'm going to let our audience in on. I'm just going to list a few. Lyric Opera Chicago, Glimmerglass Opera, New York Metropolitan Opera, the Detroit Symphony, just down the road from us, Santa Fe Symphony, Lincoln Center, Carnegie Hall, Tokyo Opera House, New Zealand's Auckland Philharmonica. Walt Disney's Concert Hall and the Meyerson Symphony Center. And that's the tip of the iceberg. So I'm fairly familiar with many of these organizations and venues. And I know they don't just let anybody on stage. <laughs> well, they obviously do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Apparently. I'm the definition of anybody. Yeah, yeah. In all seriousness, it takes some training, as they say, to get to Carnegie Hall, practice, practice, that, practice. That's right. So, and I don't care who answers first, when did your love of singing begin and you thought, hey, I could do this for a living? Well, I'll start. This is Blake. Both my parents are musicians. So I was singing from an early age and then did it all the way through, you know, elementary, junior high, high school and college. And it sort of just grew from there. I never really had a moment where I thought, hey, I could do it for a living. It was just kind of always assumed that I would. And that's because most of my family does it, at least for a partial living. So I was very fortunate in that I never really questioned whether I could or would do it for a living. So for your household, it was pretty normal. Yes. Yeah. We have a sing-along Handles Messiah every year with where my dad conducts, my mom plays. And so it, all the family does all the solos. And actually, Jonathan pops in every now and then does the high tenor stuff because we don't have any of those. <laughs> so yeah, so it's just part of the course. Wow. What about you, Jonathan? I grew up very much the same way as Blake. I've been singing since I was a baby, and I tried to do some other things going into college. wanted to be a, an engineer, and I couldn't pass math to save my life. So musician was the next best choice. <laughs> I actually ended up going kind of, kind of unwillingly into it in college, but then ended up getting both my bachelor and master's in vocal performance. I don't know that I've ever known anything but singing. That leaves one. It does, but I hate singing. I yeah. have no love of singing. My uh, parents pushed me into it, so therefore <laughs> I had no other discernible skills growing up. If you knew his parents, you would find that as hilarious. And every time I want to quit, some I got into Juilliard or I ended up at the Met, 
every time I wanted to quit, they just kept pulling me back in. So that's how that worked. You're out there. Yeah. <laughs> so love of singing had nothing to do with it for me. No. no. The reluctant singer. Yeah, that's much. right. That's right. <laughs> Tremendous stage fright. Oh, terrible. Yeah, yeah you terrible. can tell when you see him. Yeah, me being on stage is like someone having Crohn's disease. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't turn out right. Hey, 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 we don't want to have to hear from big Crohn's. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. Not, I'm uh, not disrespecting the Crohn's No, disease. not at all. We know no, that's no. a big market for us. Yeah, yeah. So, so. Sorry I slid that in yeah. there. <laughs> well, so it sounds like all of you have some classical training, whether it be reluctant or not. <laughs> when, when does the classical meet the redneck? Well, admit it, I wrote this show just kind of like my disdain of singing. <laughs> I wrote this show 18 years ago, 17, 17 believe, years yeah. ago for a benefit for the city of Grapevine in a theater, a children's theater called Oh Look Performing Arts in Grapevine. Brought in some friends. Make a really long story short, I had an idea. It was at the time when all the tenor came. You had the three famous tenors, the Irish tenors, the Mexican tenors, Canadian tenors, primo tenors. tenors, yeah. primo tenors. And I had in my mind, I'm, everybody's sick of tenors, and I'm a tenor, but it's just three guys singing together, trying to out-sing each other. It's three guys yelling. Yeah, basically, basically yelling, yelling at right. each other. And I just said, well, you know what? The dumbest thing I can think of, because I was in Grapevine, Texas, is I'm going to write a show called The Three Redneck Tenors, going to kill a tenor in a wood chipping accident, added, <laughs> Blake, added a baritone, and now, and Jonathan's a high tenor and I'm a lyric tenor, we can actually make music all night. We can have arrangements drawn up and, you know, kind of like kind of a barbershop quartet, except there's three of us. So <laughs> I wrote a show. The musical values could be very high and then it could be really funny. And it was supposed to be one night. That's all Agent Sauce and said, hey, man, if you want to do this, I'll put you in 35 cities tomorrow. When I got the call that we were doing the show, I was in my dressing room at the Metropolitan Opera. And I said, sure, I'm sick of this. Opera's really the ambient of show business. If you're having <laughs> yes. trouble sleeping, go to an opera. That's yeah. all I got to say. Right. You'll get a good four hours sleep before the show's even over. Easy. So <laughs> I wrote it, and it's been on the road now ever since for eight, 17 years. Yeah, 17. Something That's like right. that. So in between 17 and 18. <laughs> and then our second year, America's Got Talent put us on there, and it blew up. So that was, yeah. that was what happened. That's pretty good. So... 35 states. Are you still touring that much? Is it, are you constantly on the road? It's kicking back up and COVID slows down. Yeah. We yeah. did 133 cities right before COVID. And then COVID hit and we did no cities. <laughs> For yeah. about a year and a half, two years. Pretty no much. cities at all. Yeah. But, cities. but by the time we come and perform for you, Jill, on the 17th, you'll be about our 35th or 36th city since September. So it it, it has done. We've kicked it up. Yeah, we've kicked up. up quite a bit. Yeah. Is your name Jill? Yeah. My wife's name's Jill. So if we're going to go a whole Jill thing here, you got to start yelling at me and look at me with extreme disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try my best. I'll try my no, best. I've, been married, I've been married 31 years. My wife says it's been two of the greatest years of her life. Yeah. She's happy to have you back on the road. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, <laughs> pretty exactly. much. As long as direct deposit still works, she's, she's a happy woman. Yeah. <laughs> so about 35 
and then are we one of your last of 2022? Are we one of your last? When's her day? You are the 17th. So you are the third to last. We have we third have three shows in Utah right after you. And then oh, we wow. go we go to Wyoming to finish out the Christmas season with a bang. So yeah. On the 23rd. On the 23rd. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah we so, don't get home till Christmas. Yeah, so we, we get to fly home on Christmas Eve day, which you know should be delightful. I'm really looking forward to it. I've done that before, so I, I yeah. know what you mean. Yeah. 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 The um, good thing is we'll be on American and they never like to fill their planes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's always a bunch there'll of There'll be so much leg room. Yeah, there'll be leg room. Oh, wait, wait. We don't want to hear from big American airlines. So let's just, oh, I do. Love I them. Yeah. They said they gave you more leg room. What they did was they cut <laughs> six inches off the seat. Yeah. yeah. So, so you know. are doing the wall squat. Less, yeah. 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 Basically. Yeah. Less butt room, more leg room. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I don't envy you that part. But then do you get a bit of a break or are you right back out after the New Year? Uh, we'll actually have a couple of weeks. We'll have the week after, you know, between Christmas and New Year's and then about a week. And then we actually do a couple of conferences for uh, some presenters, some theater owners. And then we actually go down to Florida and do the Orange Blossom Opry down in Florida. Well, that'll be good. Yeah, that'll be January. Yeah, we're finally out of we're finally out of Michigan, Minnesota, (laughs) Wisconsin, and Illinois in January. In January. Yeah. And we love Florida. Every time we're down there, we feel young and thin. (laughs) (laughs) That's a true story. True story, right? I don't know what to say. Yeah. Yeah, that's not a joke. (laughs) You know. We always miss dinner because it always starts around four o'clock. <laughs> well, eventually you're going to blend in with that Florida audience. You just have to yeah. remember that. Oh, I'm already a member of the tribe. I'm 61. I'm a member of the tribe now. Yeah. I was going to say, we already blend in with half yeah. of Florida anyway. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> well, I'll try to have some decent weather for you while you're here. Thank we didn't you. get snow last year till January. So you might. Wow. We just drove from New York City to Bangor, Maine and back. And the weather was like 45 degrees. It was beautiful. Clear. Yeah. And I told them when we were in Bangor, I go, if it's like this all year round, I'll just move here. And they went, no, (laughs) no, no. No, no. No, when Michigan is good, she's very, very good. But yeah. Yeah, it takes some. Oh, Michigan's beautiful. I love Michigan. Michigan is a fickle mistress. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. No, I'm the one that sang with the Detroit Symphony at Fox Theater there. In Detroit, and it was beautiful. That's a beautiful, beautiful theater. Yeah. Well, we played over in Byron Center and uh, near Grand Rapids and well, places Kalamazoo in Michigan, years ago. Kalamazoo. So we've been to Michigan's been very good to us. Well, that's we love this thing. Yeah. Excellent. Well, we're much smaller than all of those. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, we might win the record for the smallest theater you've ever played. <laughs> <laughs> so you might be able to, you know. <laughs> yeah. Fox Theater and the Picks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're 295 seats. So awesome. We love that. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It is. And it's That'd a lot be of fun. Because the, the show is in very interactive. It's uh, the audience is part of the show. So we don't get anybody up on stage. So nobody has to worry about that. But we are constantly back and forth with the audience. And it's a lot of fun. Oh, good. I am so yeah. excited. Yeah, I'm so excited for this show. Speaking of next, I stuck mine out with this show <laughs> because I thought you guys were worth it. <laughs> so we're pushing Great. Well, thank you. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, we'll strive yeah. to be adequate for you. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it is underwhelming. I don't, you should have told us you were sticking your neck out for yeah. us because we would have said, no, don't do that. <laughs> no, no, don't lose your job. No, it's yeah. not worth it. <laughs> No, I'm sticking to my guns. I think it's going to be a fantastic evening. And I think our audience is going to love you. And I think because we are small and intimate, you'll actually get to know or at least start to recognize people. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's one of the things we like the most is, you know, we, we do, we come out at intermission, we come out after the show, we do meet and greets. We, you know, we are there till the last patron is gone because we just like getting to know the audience. If they want to stick around and talk to us, then we stick around and talk to them. You'll fit I in don't, but yeah, no, he, these guys he do. Does, yeah. He hates people. No, I pretty much hate the other people. Two of but I've heard good things. They tell me after the show there were some lovely people. Yeah. <laughs> well, when you are the reluctant singer. I mean, yeah, I exactly. Am. Yeah. He's the reluctant human. That should be the my autobiography. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the reluctant singer. singer. <laughs> There's your book title right there. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. And I too shy to be on or how my wife has hated me for 31 years. <laughs> well, if her name is Jill, it's because she's very understanding, I'm sure. That's right. Okay. Yeah, let's go with that. I'll, yeah, we'll swing with that. That's all right. <laughs> well, I'm looking very forward. And for our listeners, you can, tickets are still available. They're available at our website, which is centerforthearts.org. Or you can call us here at the box office. We still have some good seats available and you don't want to miss the three redneck tenors live in Lapeer, Michigan. The Christmas Spectac Yule R. And I looked at the I found out what Lapeer means in English. What's that? The pier. (laughs) Yeah. It's actually French and it was the rock. And we are about 25 to 30 minute drive from Flint, Michigan. So you get the, you get the, yeah, rocks, Flint. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Oh, got it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought Dwayne Johnson was from there. That's why you named it The Rock. (laughs) You see, Dwayne Johnson's The Rock. That's the kind of comedy you can can expect. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want you to get it tonight of the show. I want you to think about it for a while. That's right. That's right. That's thinking that you come back. Come back laughing. (laughs) That's right. Well, you have fun in Amarillo. We're going to try. And bring some of that warmth up with you. All right. All right. right. We'll see you in a couple weeks. Thank you so much. (laughs) All right. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the PIX Podcast. To learn more about upcoming shows and events, visit www.centerforthearts.org.